Dave Kurt, broker of record with Lake City Realty, coming at you with another episode of Selling Sudbury. This is our real estate podcast focused on the city of Sudbury. I love what I do. I love making content. I try my best to make you the most educated buyer, seller, investor, whatever your situation you're in. I want to make you the most educated person you are out there so that when it comes to doing what you're doing, you're going to be getting the best bang for your buck. I hope you had a great Remembrance Day ceremony this week. I know it was super weird with uh, not having the public ceremony in the park with the tents there and the so and the homeless issue and there's no easy answer there that's for sure but i know my kids have got more and more curious about our grandpas and our family that are our veterans and they they ask a lot of questions about the war and about remembrance day and this is the year that i i was able to find an old letter from a great uncle who fought in the battle of normandy and i got to experience his preparation and ultimately how his day played out this breakfast he had and what was going through his mind when he was getting ready to jump over the lines to uh to 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 storm the 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 ground at normandy and it was such an interesting perspective my kids literally hung on every single word of the letter that i read um that it was ultimately a letter that he penned to his dad that from the hospital in um in london after he was shipped there after being injured in battle i can't imagine what these soldiers had to go through at such a young age and endure for our freedom today. It makes me extra thankful to have the life that we have. I, I think we have such an amazing place to live. We have, uh, I love our country. I love our city. And honestly, Canada is such an amazing place. Uh, Sudbury is such an amazing place. And I'm so thankful for the people, what I've, they, they've done in front of us so that we could be here to live the life that we live today. On a real estate front, it keeps getting more and more interesting here as we're seeing that the fixed rates increase. It's pretty significant this week. I know we're looking at possibly refinancing a few properties. And uh, I think Scotiabank jumped the rates three times just in the last seven days. The federal government continues to pull back their bond buying. And just so those that are aware, it's the bond market that affects the fixed rates where the Bank of Canada, overnight is when they set the rates, uh, that's going to affect the variable rates. But yeah, the the bond market continues to uh, be have the government's intervention be taken out of it, uh, where they they're no longer buying up quite the rate they were the uh, the bond markets, and therefore that's we've seen the fixed rates increase over the, quite a bit over the last even seven days. When the Bank of Canada starts their meetings in 2022, I'm almost positive we'll see some continued bumps in the variable rate as well. And the question still kind of boils down to with with rates increases in, in both the fixed rate and what's to be my guess to become in the variable rate. Will this be enough to slow down this torrent real estate marketplace, uh, that, uh, the pace of it and the continued price increases we've seen? And I think only time will tell. And I've got some some deeper thoughts on the matter that I'm happy to kind of get into as well after I kind of get through my, my bullet points here. After a big flip from listings to sales ratios we saw a few weeks ago, we saw the numbers mostly reinforce the trends that we saw last week's where there's a lots of new listings coming out and not that many sales. It's a really interesting uh, situation we find ourselves in for this time in the marketplace. We had a slight uptick in numbers of sales when we compared week over week, but the biggest change is in conditional deals. This week, we had 39 sales. Compare that to 33 sales last week. This week, we had 26 conditional or pending deals with only 14 last week. We had 31 of those 39 sales happen in multiple offers. Yeah, only eight deals that sold last week didn't sell at listing price or above. That is crazy, and we've seen this trend be crazy for weeks and weeks now. So with 39 sales, we had 48 new listings, and last week, we actually saw 50 new listings. So 
a lot more new listings coming into the marketplace than we're seeing sales on a week-to-week basis. But the really interesting thing here is the total listings available when we take out those conditional pending deals of 26 deals. So the active listings that are available in the market right now, 91 deals. Since I started tracking the total listings, um, which was about about 16 months ago now, we haven't hit the two digits. And this this week, we didn't only drop to, to 90s, we dropped to the low 90s. 91. Uh, Last week, that was at 108. What are my five takeaways for the week, though? My first takeaway is the flip from lots of sales and few listings to lots of listings and few sales have played out again this week. We fully predicted that as we approached the winter market, we would see the sales cool down, and that's definitely played out. If anything has surprised me, it's the actual stats is that there's more new homes hitting the market or new listings than I would have expected for this time of the year. As I sit here and reflect on this, I, I know buyers don't feel that there are listings that there's enough to pick from. And I think that as we're going to get closer and closer to the winter, we're going to see that total listings decrease even further, which is going to be a little bit of a frustrating thing. And we're already at 91. This could get a lot lower than we're at right now. Takeaway two for the week. The biggest number of uh, the biggest number in the stats that surprises me is the number of conditional deals this we saw this week. And what's a conditional deal again? It could be a deal pending a home inspection, pending financing, heck, sometimes even just pending the deposit to be received by the listing agents before they report it as sold. Last week, we had 14 of these deals show conditional or pending. This week, we jumped to 26. We've had a few weeks a few weeks in the last year or so that we've seen 20-plus conditional deals, but only one time in the last 365 days have we had more than the, the, the pending deals that we're seeing right now at 26. We hit 27, I think it was back in May, one, one time over the last year. Takeaway three for the week. To see the drop in total listings under 100 was absolutely shocking this week. With 91 active listings available, this is the lowest number we've seen since I started tracking these numbers all in, in general. I touched on this earlier, but the idea that we are hitting these kinds of low inventory with the number of new listings being as high as they are, I'd venture a guess that we're going to see this number continue to decrease, and I actually think it could continue to decrease significantly as we get closer and closer to the winter marketplace. So for those buyers that are saying there's not a lot of listings to pick from, it's probably not going to get any better. Takeaway four for the week, exclusive listings. Where do I start with this point? This has been a, a kind of one of my frustrating points that I've seen. I've seen play out, and this week was a, a really interesting example because I saw it play out in a few different scenarios. Take it a sec back for a second. What's it, what is an exclusive listing? Because a lot of you aren't aware of what that is. It's one where the listing agent or the sellers are not putting it on the MLS. And what's the MLS? Is the multiple listing service or realtor.ca as those people uh, like to refer to it at home. There is one example of a property that was listed exclusively for a few weeks with an agent. And this is a nice house in a prime area of town. It was on the market for $4.99, which was like, looks like it'd be a pretty good deal, I actually thought. He had the sign up for about two weeks, no activity. And we're like, it was kind of curious as to, you know, why they'd, uh, it hadn't been reported as sold yet. And then it hit the MLS marketplace just earlier this week. And within a few days, it had a firm deal significantly over asking price. What's the lesson here? Don't sell your houses exclusively. Don't listen to an agent that just is there to say, oh, we can do a quick deal with my office because I represent a a hundred realtor office and we're going to sell it quickly to somebody in my office. If that's your interest is to sell quickly, sure, go for it if, if you wanted to do that, but fully realize that you're leaving money on the table by not going MLS. 
don't settle for your agent just saying that because they're on a big team or because of their big office and they can they have a buyer right now like make sure that you get full exposure by going onto the marketplace where you're getting exposed to over 400 I think we're getting close to 450 realtors in Sudbury and all the buyers that are out there Every one of them has a chance to bring the highest price offer, which more showings will mean more offers and more offers equal a better sale price for you. Don't do this, sellers. If you're interested in selling, make sure you get yourself on the MLS system. Where does the market go from here? My fifth takeaway is always kind of reflect on the marketplace. This one's going to be kind of more of a shorter term, you know, market predictions. But in the next few weeks, I would expect to see sales stay pretty consistent over the in that mid 30s to even high 30s. When I look at back at the last 12 months of sales, this seems to be kind of a low point. And I honestly, in this marketplace, I would be surprised if we dropped any further than that into the 20s. I do think that we are going to see a drop in new listings as we get closer to the Christmas season. Sellers will hold off listing until the spring market, and I also think that they will cause a pretty significant drop in the overall listings available in the marketplace. Yeah, and that's what I've commented a few times. Every single buyer that's looking right now is already frustrated with how many listings are out there. We're, we might take a third of the listings that are out there and get rid of them. It seems shocking that as I'm ready and like as I'm reflecting on this today, we're at the lowest number of listings we've ever seen since I started tracking this over a year ago. But if we see these trends play out, we're going to keep dropping further and further as my predictions, if my predictions come into fruition. Well, there's a quick little summary of what I think is happening in the real estate market right now, guys. Like I said, if you are, if you're a buyer, seller, investor, whatever you are, you're probably in a unique situation. I'm talking more about averages and more about trends that I'm seeing. But I would love to chat with you or have one of our teammates chat with you about your unique situation and, and what's the best advice we could be giving to you as an individual and not just indiv uh, 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 average stats. Other than that, we'll sign off until next week, Sudbury. Looking forward to chatting with you. And thanks again for listening to the podcast. Please review, share, like it, and pass the word out to family and friends, anybody that's interested in becoming a really educated buyer or seller. See you later, Sudbury.